Hello, my name is Andrew Hahn, and today I'm going to be going over Zoroastrianism, adulthood, funeral and death rituals, and the afterlife. So first, adulthood. Adulthood is, um, you can be an adult in this religion as long as you were born into it, so your mother and father would have to be in it. Nowadays, it can just be your father, but like if you, let's say, had two Christian or Jewish or some other religion, it's highly unlikely that you would be allowed to be a Zoroastrianist. So your father, or and preferably your mother, would both have to be into it for you to be a Zoroastrianist. So um, you have to be considered clean in Zoroastrianism, also to become an adult, like uh, Zoroaster, who was sort of the creator of Zoroastrianism. He really, he just really was a big uh, person in Zoroastrianism history. He was the one who came with the beliefs. He was so big on being clean. Like he considered clean one of the most, being clean one of the most important things. And he just felt that being clean and pollution and purity were really important. So there are also rituals you have to say, like I declare myself an Ahura Mazda worshiper. And Ahura, Ahura Mazda, was one of the most important gods in Zoroastrianism. He was sort of like the big dude, the guy who was just controlled pretty much everyone. And um, you had to have a clean spirit and be purified to be a Zoroastrianist. So when you're an adult, eventually you will die. And that is when funeral slash death rituals will come in. So when you die, your body will be put in a dogma, which is called a tower of silence. And it's called a dogma because it's basically all the bodies there are dead, so it's clearly silent. And there are many different bodies in a dogma. And the dogma is just where all the bodies are stored because Zoroaster believed that if a soul touches the ground, it is considered pollution. Because if you remember, he was just really big on purity and being clean. So he extremely believed that the bodies should not touch the ground, which is why the, the idea of dogmas were created. However, sometimes birds would eat the bodies in the dogma because they're high up and, I mean, birds would gladly come over a free meal and eat it. But Zoroastrianism uh, believed that it was better that the birds eat it than the soil gets polluted. So the dogma was just a really important place and it was like a highly honored place as that's where the dead bodies of people's friends and families would go. So the afterlife is where the bodies of the, the spirits of the dead bodies of Zoroastrianism would go. But in order to get there, they would first have to remain three days at the head of their corpse in Zoroastrianism. So they would just pretty much like hover around their corpse and they would recite different prayers, like basically like praying for different outcomes of their life. And they would meet their own conscience. So they would get to talk to their own, they're pretty much their self. And then after the three days that followed, Dana, who's the daughter of uh, Ahura Mazda, if the big god, brings the souls into the afterlife. However, in order to get to the, like the, glorious afterlife, you would first have to cross a bridge. And Dana would help you cross it, but the bridge can be really, really easy for some good and kind-hearted people. 
and really, really hard for some of the wicked. So it depends on how well you do in life. Like if you, let's say, killed a million people and you were ruthless, then the bridge could be really, really hard for you. But if you helped people, you donated things, you were just really, really good to people, it might actually be a lot easier for you. The bridge would be a stroll in the park. So Paul Amar E. Ruhan would judge how hard the crossing is for people, like the wicked and the good. And some of the wicked souls would actually fall into the... Uh, would actually fall into darkness because they just could not deal with it any, anymore. Like they, they were basically done. And I mean, it's really important. And wicked souls, some of them would just fall. And the good ones, some of the good ones, the ones who did good in their life, would get food and drinks and things that they would actually get in normal life. So it was really dependent on how well you were in real life for the afterlife. And yeah, that is it. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed. And I hope you learned a lot about Zoroastrianism, adulthood, death, and after the afterlife. Thank you. Goodbye.